All right, so let's see what happens here. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Morning Fuel. I am your host, John Bundy, and you are here because you believe in the power of the spoken word and its ability to change lives, and that by sharing our stories, we can help others overcome challenges that they cannot overcome on their own. Whether it's a victory you need to win in business or in your own personal life, you understand that the answers can be found in listening to others who are willing to share their stories, knowing that their story ultimately doesn't belong to them. All right. Today's guest, suffering with skin allergies that made her unable to wear most jewelry and feeling incomplete when trying to look her best, also having the understanding that semi-precious gemstones and freshwater pearls have no allergic properties and could be worn safely. She began to design jewelry that complemented her style and boosted her self-esteem. Real jewelry, not costume. Her favorite thing about what she does is helping people to see the best in themselves. Her designs enable customers to wear jewelry that complements their unique style for any occasion without fear of having an allergic reaction and do it affordably. When asked what her methods for keeping productive were, she replied, I learned from experienced jewelry wholesalers to find ways to improve my own techniques. I am inspired by nature and look for elements that mimic or highlight the beauty of nature. I also ask and listen to what customers want to see and are attracted to in jewelry designs. Her wisdom to others aspiring to succeed as a business owner is, don't be afraid of the negative comments. Instead, use them to hone your craft and sharpen your skills. Her mission is to help people feel good about themselves. She has seen time and time again when people find that special jewelry design that allows their personality to shine, their chins lift a little higher, and they become a little more confident in who they are. Please welcome to the Morning Fuel Podcast family, artisan and owner of 4U Handcrafted Jewelry Designs, Jacqueline Yvette Weber. Hello. Welcome, sister. How are you? Hello, everyone. Yeah, well, awesome. Good to have you here. I'm in. I am excited to now, be as here. As you can tell, I am not into jewelry very much, but I have ladies that are. My wife and my beautiful daughters love jewelry. Uh, so that first interested in me. And then when I got to hang out with you a little bit at the Yorktoberfest, yes. I found out that you love Jesus. That is the thing that you and I have in common. He and is the source of my joy, yes. my strength, my hope. Absolutely. And he's the one that keeps me going every day despite what I see or what I feel right. during that day. Right. Wonderful. He said, no, his, he'll be with me. That's right. Never yes. leaves us, never turns his back on us, right? Well, look, that's what I'm really, really interested in. We'll get to the jewelry here in a minute. Yes, sir. But I love origin stories, like the, the, when, the, when the person turns into the superhero. Yes, so sir. talk to me about when you first met Jesus. I don't know how far that goes back, but talk Very to me about far. that. Okay. So my first rememberable experience with the Lord is when I was actually eight. Okay. So my mom and I were visiting extended relatives in Orange, Texas, small little town right off of I-10. And she took me into a church, which at the time, it didn't matter the denomination. She took me in and she lit a candle and she started to pray. And immediately I didn't know why. I never heard of the term before, but I told my mom I wanted to be baptized. 
never heard the term before because we didn't necessarily grow up in church. Sure. But she just had something she needed to seek the Lord about. And he ended up exposing himself to me. Right, right. And making me want to know more about him. Okay. And of course, teenage years kicked in. Oh, sure. So we won't go there. Sure, sure. But um, in 1990, I already joined the military. Okay. What what branch? What branch? Air Force. Okay. United States Air Force, 22 years retired. Thank you. Thank you. It was a wonderful time. And even that decision, I think, was led by the Lord. Mm hmm. because it exposed me to pe- other believers. Right. So okay. it was in the military that I found my faith in God. Wow. So and what age was that? 20s? Yes, yeah, 20, because okay. it was 1990. Okay. I was 20 years old. Wow. And I went to a church service, and it happened to be a um, service honoring Martin Luther King Jr. Okay. And But it was during that service, the preacher was preaching, and I just... I needed to be saved. I found out right. that day I needed the Lord's salvation. Right, right. And from that day forth, it's been an experience of wanting to know him more and more. Sure. Wanting to have a relationship with him. Because despite all the challenges that I may have seen, he's healed my broken heart. Yeah. He's steadied my mind. Yeah. He's given me strength I when it. I didn't have strength. I love it. But more importantly, through the course of my life, He's allowed me to see me the way he created mm. me to be. Right. So all the the self-doubt, all the low self-esteem, he wiped all of that away because he taught me to see me the way he sees me. Right. And so that's the one thing I want to share with people. Sure. To ask God to help us to see ourselves the way he sees us. Sure. Now, be- now did that begin to happen in your 20s when, when this happened or is... That happened later in life. Okay, I got you. When I um, wasn't just listening to other people teach me the Word of God, right? But I was learning to have a relationship yeah. with God through the Word. Now that's now that's the key. Learning. Folks think that they need to know how to do everything perfectly from the start, and if they don't know how to do it, they quit. <laughs> that won't work. Right. Right. So, all right. Fast forward to, if you will, um, your discovery of your love for creating jewelry. How did this happen? I mean, you're going from the Air Force to creating jewelry. I mean, what, what yes. happened there? So I learned early that I always love working with my hands. So I'm both a logical and a creative thinker. Okay. You got both sides of your brain attached. Always. Mine is disconnected. It seems like <laughs> it's going 24-7. Okay. So my creative side, I always love to write poetry. Or I love to sing, or I learn learn to play the drums, or so my creative side is always going. Okay. But I also love working with my hands. My military career was a hands-on, logical, analytical type right. job. Okay. And I had to learn how to think on my feet. But when I do creative things, it allows me to slow down. So sure. fast forwarding. I love jewelry, always have. Found out early in life I couldn't wear it. So I don't know if you remember, there was a time when I was growing up, especially in the 70s, where we do ear piercings in the kitchen. With like a pin or something like that. With a pin, ice cube, string, alcohol. Oh, my gosh. I found out from the needle stick that I was allergic. Oh, wow. So... What, your ears swell up and it all that stuff? It swelled up, and I had to wait until it healed before I could even take the string out. Oh, my goodness. So, it was it was horrible. 
So that didn't change as I got older. So what did you go, like get a rash when you put some jewelry on? Or I what, what, what happened? immediately start itching. Okay. If it has any kind of nickel in it, gotcha. I would immediately start itching. Okay. And if I wanted, if I thought I could get past the itch, then my skin would start showing reaction. Gotcha. So the small rash would turn into a big rash. Yeah, yeah. And it was it's uncomfortable. Kind of heartbreaking too because you like the jewelry and all that, that stuff, and, and you wanted to wear it but you couldn't. So Especially, this is cool because that's the that's like the kryptonite. That's like Superman taking the kryptonite and turning it into something good. Especially you know? if your if your jewelry is one that is the finishing touch. So say like um, you go on interviews, you go on business interviews, and you want to be hired. You want to put your best foot forward. But the one thing that is stopping you from feeling like you're complete is that finished piece of jewelry. Sure. And when you're on a budget, gold is untouchable. Sure. Silver is almost unreachable. Right. And the value of gold is just going higher and higher. My pocketbook couldn't take right. buying gold all the time. Gotcha. So happily, I got past the stage of pearls looking just classic and boring and um, almost just old-fashioned. Sure. I found that in the imperfections, like the Baroque pearls and all these unshapely Something that Mickey Moto wouldn't choose, okay. or something a Koya wouldn't choose. That's a name I haven't choose. heard before. Is it? <laughs> These are high end jewels, okay. the Tahitian pearls. The shapes that I look for, these major companies wouldn't even touch. These okay. are their throwaways. Okay. But at the same time, they express my creativity. Okay. And they allow a person to say, "Hey, I like that gold." piece of pearl who knew pearls could come in this gold in this irregular shape sure and then you end up with a design that expresses that person's oh, wow. personality you, you, you're talking to me right now because that's taking the discarded and then giving them value right just wow. like the woman at the well yeah she didn't know her worth until jesus told her, why right. wouldn't i talk to you right why would like all spend of us time? right exactly yeah. why wouldn't i look at you Beyond your perfection is your perfect. Right, what you right. see is imperfect. I created it to be perfect, just right. the way it is. So, and that's why I say I had one customer. She was an older lady, and um, she seemed like she was a professional lady. So she had a career at some point, um, and she was just looking around the booth. And this was back in 2019, so we were brand new. Okay. And she was just looking around the booth, and I said, well, what are your interests? What do you like? And she said, oh, I'm just looking around. I don't know what I like. And so just talking to her, I said, well, let's, let's bring out one of your features. Let's bring out one of your beautiful features. And that struck her because in that instant, she looked at me as though I didn't know what I was talking about. Beautiful. What are you talking about? Right. And I was like, no, let's bring out those green eyes. And so she looked at me even more strange, as though, I w how did I know her eyes was green? Right, right. And so I ended up picking up a piece that was made of malachite and abalone. It was pendant. And all those green tones brought out the green in her eyes even more. And I said, that's you, your beautiful green eyes. And the fact that she realized that I saw her yeah. touched her more than anything else. 
And that's what your jewelry should do. It should allow you to say, I see you. Yeah. I see you I just the that. way you are, and you're beautiful. Yeah. And it's not just for women only, so I don't want to get there. But we design for men, too, because what I'm noticing, men are leaving the formalities of cufflinks. And they want to show who they are as well. So I, I like to think my designs help reflect their strength, reflect their boldness, reflect their aggressiveness, even those components that men want people to see about them. Sure. I want our jury to reflect that right, too. Right, right. Very cool. Yes. Fantastic. So where now? So you started in 2019. So this meeting that you had with the green-eyed woman um, was 2019, shortly after you got started. Um, how did COVID affect what was going on? Because, I, I mean, I remember what I was doing end of 2019 on into the beginning of 2020 and then saw how it affected the world. Praise the Lord. I was able to keep my job through the whole thing. Yes. But so how does that affect someone that, that I mean, your bread and butter was going to craft markets and things like that? Absolutely. So at, by the end of 2019, we had actually started getting repeat customers. So okay. we were actually starting to develop a customer base. Right. But the key thing about our jewelry is our customers like touching and feeling. They want to see it on them to see if it really expresses their style. Yeah. 2020 put a roadblock in all of that. Yeah. So we weren't going to the markets and I had to learn how to use e-commerce. I had right. to learn to. But even now that we're online, that still doesn't right. even account for 95% of our right. business. And so the good thing was my county, Alawite County, they did have the grants available. And what that allowed me to do was uh, to use the grants in Yorktown as well, because I have a business license there, too. Okay. Between York County and my county, Alawite, we were able to stay afloat. We were able to uh, start using e-commerce so that we can reach customers that way. But right. I am so glad 2021 has opened the doors for us yes. because it seemed like with the grant monies we received, I started getting into more precious metals. Okay. So now the more pure my jewelry becomes, the more beautiful it tends to become. And sure. now not only can I help people with skin allergies, but now I'm bringing a higher level of quality. Sure, sure. You've got your higher ticket items that you can you know, totally relate to a whole other category of folks that have the money, you know, have that extra money to spend. And they're looking for those higher end pieces. But here's the beauty of it. I recognize that I'm not a fine jewelry store. I'm affordable, but I still promote fine jewelry. Right. Fantastic. So it's wonderful. I had um, just last night, we were at the Smithfield Mistletoe Market, and I had a customer come up and she said, no, ma'am, you don't understand. I used to work at a fine jewelry store. I used to be the one to inspect the jewelry coming in. You have that quality that's here. That's amazing. But I'm touchable. I'm affordable. Right. And so that's why I love coming to them. I love meeting people. Yeah. And I love showing them, no, we're here to meet you where you are. That's it. We're here for you. Yes, I want to make a business, but you are my business, making you feel good about what we have to provide for you. Fantastic. And allowing us to be a part of your journey. 
is what we love to do. Now, I, I couldn't imagine that you get many negative comments about your work. So when you're talking about, you know, the thing that you would, you know, um, advise others, don't be afraid of the negative comments. Talk to us about maybe a time when, when you did and it, and it changed the way you do something or the, the way that you designed a piece of jewelry. So um, it's two, I have two stories about that. The more recent one was um, my daughter, my older daughter is one of my help. Mm-hmm. Like, so when I say this is a family affair, my husband is my silent partner. My youngest daughter helps um, bring things in, but my older daughter is the one who helps me during the active markets. And so um, she overheard uh, two ladies discussing the jewelry, saying this isn't worth what she's charging for it. And so, but my daughter didn't want to tell me that because she would think it would hurt my feelings and it would crush me. But... Um, I took what she said and I had to think about it. And the Lord is the one who told me worth and value is two different things. Yeah. Worth. You can have the hope diamond in front of two people, one who is financially well established and one who's just happy to meet their family needs. Right. That hope diamond has its own value. But it could be worthless to the person who's just happy putting food on the table. Sure, absolutely. Whereas the one who is well above their means, they, they equate the worth to the value. Right, right. So I had to tell my daughter, I said, worth is personal. So it's to that person, what does this mean to you? Right. But the value of my inventory, it, my price is, is well below its value. Gotcha. And I know this, but I'll pace myself. I'm not in it for the money right away. Mm -hmm. Let me build a name. Let me build trust with the community that I'm within, that they know I'm going to bring them quality products. So now, even now, I'm like, okay, how would somebody view this piece? Will they see the quality in it? What do I need to change so that the elements of this is seen? Right, right. And that people will see the value. They can still equate the worth, but do they see the value? Right, 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 right. And that's what I hold on to. Excellent. So, but the other one where um, I actually asked the consumer, and she said, well, I don't like how you did, how you matched this piece with this piece, because I'm I'm a tall person, and this is short. So I'm like, let me think about that. Or I have a short person, and my pieces are too long. So now how can I make those adjustments to accommodate? So now I, I work within a range. I like designing between that 17 and 18 range. Okay. And then put in some quality extensions. Right. That way the tall person can wear it long, the short person can wear it short. There you go. But so you took something that could have been taken as a negative comment and, and made an improvement on your design. That's fantastic. Sometimes you have to do yeah. that. You have to listen to your customers and just see how you can grow with their input. And then what doesn't fit you, what does the Bible say? Shake it off and go on to there the next go. one. There you go. Some, and I, for all the jewelers that's in the Hampton Roads area, I learned real quick that my jewelry is not for everyone, right. but I appreciate all designers. When I, the first time we went to the second Sunday in Williamsburg, there was one designer, his designs was steampunk. 
And I said, but he came over to our booth, and I think he came to check us out to see if we were competition. Sure. And I assured him, we're in no way in competition. One, because I can't even wear those medals. Right, right. But number two, I can't, my mind doesn't even think on how to change a gear into jewelry. Right. So, no, there are people who love steampunk. And I would gladly point them to him because we all have an artistry. Yeah. And I think it all is beautiful. And sometimes two different dealers can have exactly the same jewelry, but their personalities are different. They'll still reach different folks. There's, exactly. there's, there's more than enough pie to go around. Exactly. You know, some folks get afraid when a competition moves into town, but it kind of should light you up a bit. There's a challenge, right? There's some, some, they're going to meet some other folks' needs that I can't and vice versa. Yes. Yes, That's good stuff. That's good stuff. So let's see, um, the gemstone reference books that you talk about alongside, um, alongside the Bible being, you know, influential texts that you read, um, you know, what what is that? What, what's a what's a, a gemstone reference book? So I do go to Barnes and Nobles a lot. Okay. And um, I literally look for the books that help me understand more about gemstones and their properties, and the different ways that they could come out. So I'll give you an example. Aquamarine is a gemstone where you may go to a fine jewelry store and you just see the pure aquatic blue faceted gemstone but then i'm the one who finds the one that has the black matrix going through it okay or i'll get the one that's a little bit milky so it looks like ocean waves okay. going through a gemstone something that some would see as imperfections you're, you're finding beauty in that and then match them with the perfect pendant very cool and it comes out something else that you would not have even have known that it would turn out that beautiful right right but and then also because a lot of people are are under the um knowledge and belief of chakras and things like that i don't fully understand it but at the same time i want to make sure that i have the purity of the gemstones right not cosmetic not simulated and i don't even like the lab created I want the God earth form. Absolutely. (laughs) And then that way, when I present it to them, and I would tell them, I'm sorry, I may not understand the chakras, but I can tell you, because it is gem quality, you will have the properties you're looking for. Okay, very cool. So now, do you you have any um, festivals or events coming up that people can know about? Yes. So uh, the next one that we're actually participating in will be the holiday festival here at Bridgeport of Suffolk. So Bridgeport is the newest community in the Is that the where we're area. currently at right we now? Are okay, a wonderful at coffee shop here called what is it? Knott's Coffee Knott's Company. Knott's Coffee Company. Excellent. Yes. Excellent coffee. Excellent coffee. They have some wholesome foods, smoothies, and I appreciate them allowing us this space. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. it. It's a great spot. It's a great spot. And Bridgeport is an up-and-coming community. So you have restaurants here. You have gymnasiums here. So it's beautiful. So will it be like, you know, kind of a festival up and down the the street here? Or is there a field somewhere? It's going to be in their center market area. So even as you come towards the main market area, you'll see all the illumination. Okay. Very cool. We'll we'll go ahead and add the address and the date. We'll get that from you and add that to our um, Facebook Live post. Um, Now, what about looking forward to when when this episode is actually going to air? 
um, will be sometime in January. Are you thinking forward to some spring events, some beginning of the year in spring events? Can you name one? That's- I have already reached back out to Shirley Vilmon. She is the coordinator and director of Second Sundays in Williamsburg. And so I plan on being with her in March, April, and May. Then I'll be in back in uh, Yorktown, as a matter of fact. Very cool. So I try and reach out to where the communities are. We've been to Virginia Beach. We plan on going back out there. Nice. The only place we haven't been was Chesapeake yet. Okay. So we're going to see. Got your eyes on it. We have our eyes on it. Okay. Well, so before I ask you uh, my last question, um, where can folks reach out to you on online, on social media? Do you have a website? Yes, on social media. So I'm on Facebook, um, and I normally just do all my business as far as communicating where I'll be on my Facebook account. Okay, and we'll again, that we'll add that address as well. Yes, and so. then, but I have my personal website where they can do shopping. And that's? Um, for you, handcrafted, for you, handcrafted jewelrydesigns.com. Jewelry com. Okay. And then I'm also on Etsy under For You Handcrafted Jewelry. Fantastic. All right. All right. Yes. Well, last question. Yes. Jacqueline, as a business owner doing what you are doing and you love to do, what do you need? Like right now, what is it that you need? A lot of prayer, <laughs> believe okay. it or not. Wonderful. Um, because, and I say this because... I don't want to get complacent and I don't want to assume that I know what people want. Right. I want to be cognizant of asking them, what would you like to see? Gotcha. What can I do for you? What okay. can I bring to you to help you feel complete as far as in your look and helping your chin come up a little bit higher? Okay. So just a lot of prayer. A lot okay. of prayer. Now, do you, do you have, um, do you kind of have a prayer covering over, over what you're doing? You got a, you got a home church and you got folks that are, that are praying for you. I, I mean, we'll, we'll add you to our family prayer list and, and we'll do. do that. And I, I encourage any other prayer warriors that are out there that, that, that love and are getting to know you for the first time even can, can make it so that you continue to do what you do with excellence and you don't ever get like in the rut. That would be wonderful. Okay. I think if I have that prayer, cause God will bring the increase. Yes, he does. One plant, one water, but only God can add that increase. Yeah. So I'm not looking for a financial windfall in the sense sure. of I'm in this for money. Sure. But I am looking for that connection to actually be where God needs me to be. Awesome. And be where he wants me to be. Very cool. That's all I want. Very cool. Well, wonderful. <laughs> really great to get to know you. Thank you. Um, and uh, it's great to meet uh, another part of the family. Yes. Uh, so, you know, looking forward to seeing what happens from this um, and, uh, you know, looking forward to seeing you at the festivals and, and also um, uh, getting some jewelry from my ladies from you. Yes. Uh, we got some, some things in the works, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Yes. Very cool. That would be wonderful. Well, wonderful. Great to meet you and your family. Thank and you. And you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your, your week and a great end of the year and an awesome beginning of next year. Thank you, John. This You're was welcome. wonderful.